Welcome to our September Angel Reading. It's such a pleasure to be here with you, to share this with you. We are covering so much in this episode. We're going to be talking about the theme for September. I'll discuss a little bit about intuitive messages that have been coming through. Um, we're going to look at the key astrological dates for the month ahead. And we're going to look at the angel cards for the month ahead as well. Um, so for those of you who are regular listeners, welcome back. I have taken the month of August off and it's such a pleasure to be back with you. And for anybody new that's joining us, welcome. Also, I know there's a lot of new people listening in. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope that the information benefits you in some way and that you can take something from this that will help you to live in alignment with the energy coming up in the month ahead. So let's get into it. Um, so when I was tuning into the theme for September, the, there were three distinct um, words coming up or themes. And the first was becoming. The second is oneness. And the third is truth. So these aren't in isolation. These are all connected. And I'll talk a little bit about each of them and how they're affecting us. Um, first of all, the theme of truth is really strong. It's really a presence during this month. And I suppose not just during September, it's been building and it's coming forward now in ways that we, we can't ignore it anymore. Um, we can see this on a global scale, but it'll also be reflected in our own personal lives. And what I'm seeing is that things that we've been ignoring are coming to our attention in the way that we can no longer ignore them. So it may be something in your personal life that you've been ignoring or putting to the side, and now it's shouting at you or it's, um, you know, it wants to be seen, it wants to be acknowledged, it wants to be heard. And that can be a situation, a circumstance, it can even be a person in your life um, or something on your inner plane, um, something emotional, something physical. Um, and then in the world around us on a global scale, there are so many devastating events right now. There's, um, you know, the things that are going on in Afghanistan um, North Korea, it's, you know, there's so many things we hear about um, the rule of North Korea, Kim Jong-un, and the news that they have appeared to be starting up their nuclear reactor again, not to mention that the whole country is being compared to um, a concentration camp. And there's there's just so much. There's the crimes of the rich. We're hearing about the Sackler family and their business, Purdue Pharma, and the opioid crisis in the US. We are hearing about breakthrough COVID cases of people who are fully vaccinated and talk of perhaps more lockdowns. Um, the list goes on, and I'm not here to list off all the things that are going wrong, um, but we're at a point where we can no longer ignore what's happening. And I know I personally, I don't watch the news because I think when all these things are happening, if we need to know about something, it'll come to our attention. My belief is it always will come to my attention in the way that is appropriate and 
at the appropriate time. So I don't need to watch the news every day. Um, and I think when we do that, when we hear about all these things, it just becomes so overwhelming because we can't really do much about it. Um, or it seems that we can't do much about it, but I'll talk more about that in a minute. But there's this element of wanting to help, wanting to react. But paradoxically, spirit is calling for us not to react. And that may seem like it's a contradiction, but non-reaction is where we're not ignoring what's happening. We're not saying that it's not happening. Um, non-reaction is having the presence to observe what's happening from a place of quiet stillness, to not react out of fear. And these are very different states of being when we can sit and we can observe and we can, it may seem like a passive state, but it's not the case at all. It doesn't mean that no action ever needs to be taken. Um, rather, there may be some action that we need to take that is al aligned and it's coming from a place of love and not from a place of fear. So during the week on Instagram, I posted a message that was coming up very strongly and it says, start with you. Forget trying to change the world or others. There are no others. Forget trying to make a difference. Forget trying to do anything. Just sit, breathe and let go. Let peace emerge. Your inner peace is your highest purpose. Without it, you can't help or change the world. Without it, you are fighting a lost cause. Without it, you are not truly you. Start with you. So I think part of our frustration, as I was saying, is seeing and hearing about all these things that are going on and knowing that they can be prevented and feeling helpless to do anything about it. And I think the message is very clear that even though we may be feeling helpless, even though we may want to do something, it, it may seem that everything's falling apart all around us. When we can hold our inner peace, when we can stay aligned with our inner light, we remain strong. And from there, we can affect positive change and we can affect lasting change. So I know I'm doing my, my best to hold the light, to stay aligned and not to condemn what's happening, not to judge, not to be in fear, but just to quietly observe and to hold the light. And if each of us were to do this, to make inner peace our highest purpose, then all the outer world, all the seeming conflict, um, it would start to dissipate. Um, once the inner is resolved, the outer then reflects the inner. So if each of us is at peace within, then our outside world will start to reflect that. And it may be on a level, a personal level at first, but as I said, the ripple effects grow and grow and grow. And what starts to happen is as more and more people make inner peace their highest purpose, the more that ripple spreads out and grows and it becomes a tidal wave. So September is going to be a month where many truths are revealed and they may seem overwhelming or scary or frightening, but 
Many of them we have already known, but we've been ignoring. And I also, I was talking about the theme of becoming and oneness. And this is reflected in the fact that September is a power month. Um, September is a nine month and we nine represents completion. So I'm going to talk about this in a minute and what that means as well. Um, but just being aware that there is a lot happening and there may be a tendency to let fear or overwhelm or anxiety um, prevail, but we have to be committed to our inner peace as improbable as that may seem it is possible and the more of us who commit to it the more that generates that wave of peace that I was talking about. So we're going to look at the key astrological events coming up and that will give us a bigger picture of what's happening and what to expect. So on the 6th of September we have the new moon in Virgo and I'll go into each of these in more detail in a moment. On the 9th, we have the 9-9 gateway. And as I mentioned, 9 is this power number, which I'll talk about. Um, the 20th, we have the full moon in Pisces. Then on the 22nd, we have the equinox and the start of Libra season. And then following that on the 26th, we have Mercury retrograde. So we'll look at all of these and I'll explain a little bit about the energy behind them. So starting with the new moon in Virgo, um, so the new moon is all about new beginnings. It's about birthing. It's about intention, setting intentions, lining with desires. And this Virgo energy is going to be really soothing and healing and calming. And um, Virgo is going to bring like a soothing tonic. And the themes that will come up under this new moon will be health, um, life purpose, becoming a career may be coming up as well. Um, and remember, Virgo has this like analytical energy um, to it, this orderly energy, but also this grounded energy. So if you find that the analytical side of things, that you're overthinking things, um, if your head is running away with you, be aware um if you're too much up in your head, just grounding your energy, bringing it back down to the earth, working with Hamaliel, the guardian angel Virgo, to help you balance and ground your energy so that you're not overly thinking things and becoming overwhelmed. Um, so with the new moon, the Virgo energy will help us to get clear on health issues or life purpose, starting um, a new or even career, if there's some aspect of your career that you want to revive or rebirth. And the Virgo energy will be, for most people, a very calming energy, but just be aware of that side of it that may be too much up in your head. So following that, we have on the ninth, the nine nine gateway. So Nine, as I said, is one of these power numbers. It's the last of the single digit numbers and it represents completion. It's also about allowing the new to begin. So as one door closes, another door opens. So being open to releasing all that no longer serves, anything that wants to be completed has run its cycle and um, allowing that to end in 
whatever way that it comes about, not clinging tightly to things that want to be let go of, and then opening up to the new. So I find with September, I always feel drawn to starting new projects, to having this like fresh new energy. And it's like, even though this energy of and this theme of completion is coming with this number nine, um, there's very much a sense of new beginnings also. As I said, when one door closes, another opens. And that completion, it's like the end of one cycle and the start of a new one. So on the 9th of September, you can tune into that energy, um, the nine uh, vibration, and just seeing what's coming up for you, what is calling to you to end and what is calling to you to begin in your life. Um, so then following that on the 20th, we have the full moon in Pisces. So Pisces energy is this lovely, watery, intuitive, sensitive energy. Um, so we can work with this energy for emotional healing and particularly the guardian angel of Pisces, Barakiel. Um, we can use this soothing water energy to soothe our emotions, to bring us into balance. And the ruling planet of Pisces is Neptune. So the theme coming up with Neptune, Neptune is about spirituality, it's about dreams, it's about inspiration. It's also about evolving. So again, we have this theme of evolving or becoming. What are you becoming? And you can ask yourself, well, this energy of becoming, what does it mean? Who am I and who am I becoming? Because we're constantly evolving, we're constantly changing. So just tuning into that and using the energy around the full moon, um, that healing energy to tune in and working with Barakiel also. Um, we'll be working with this energy inside Fiercely Spiritual Family. And I will share in a moment an opportunity to join us if you want to work with this energy as well. So straight away after the full moon in Pisces, we have the equinox and the start of Libra season on the 22nd. So these two events are really close together. And they will, their energy is just going to amplify each other. So the equinox is the point in the year where the, uh, there's equal balance between day and night. Day and night are equal in length. And it's really a turning point because from that day onwards, we see in the northern hemisphere, the lengthening of the nights. We see the darker nights and the shortening of daylight. And then we see the opposite in the Southern Hemisphere. So the equinox is a really powerful time of change. And it's this day that we can use where there's equal balance to tune in, to work with the Earth's energy, work with the energy of nature. And also we have this Libra energy coming in with the start of Libra season. So we also have this theme of balance with Libra. So they're beautifully combined, the theme of the balance with the equinox, the Libra, um, you know, balancing energy. And we can use this to balance our own energy, but also to balance our life and to see what's out of balance and to bring it into alignment. So you can ask yourself, what does balance mean to you? What, what way is that reflected in your life? Maybe it's balanced emotions. Maybe it is balance on uh, some other level, it could be your physical health and well-being, it could be financial balance, it could be spiritual balance, it could be something else for you. So asking 
where your life is calling for balance and just tuning into that and being open to what comes up. A lot of you will instinctively know it'd be very clear, but there may be aspects that come up that you weren't aware of that are calling for balance as well. So if you want to connect to the cycles of the earth, if you want to work with this energy to align your mind and your body and your soul and to tune into the abundance of Mother Earth, um, I'll be hosting a live equinox and full moon ceremony with Shireen Oberg, who many of you met before on the podcast. Um, so we'll be working with the sacred energy of the equinox, the full moon, um, the Libra energy. And this is really for anyone who is on a spiritual path, who wants to grow their spiritual connection, who wants to connect with the sun and the moon energy and to harness these energies of the full moon and the equinox to grow and to heal on new levels. So it's also an opportunity to connect with the divine feminine, to work with the angels and especially the faces of the goddess that harness, you know, yin and rest and replenishment. And the equinox and full moon are combining their forces to really up-level our vibration and to waken us to our highest potential. So it's a really powerful time. So if you'd like to join us, you can sign up at lawofpositivism.com forward slash equinox. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you. You can go and sign up there. And remember, for those of you who are members of the Fiercely Spiritual Family, you're already signed up to this. So there's no need to sign up again if you're already a member of Fiercely Spiritual Family. So then finally, we have on the 26th of the month, we have Mercury retrograde. So this is one of the, well, this is the last rather um, retrograde of the year, which will go until the 18th of October. So it'll span um, from the 26th of September to the 18th of October. So this retrograde, as it falls during Libra season, um, this theme of balance that I was talking about will be reflected. And of course, with a retrograde, this may show up as an imbalance. So some imbalance may be highlighted during this time. And because of the Mercury energy, most often this is seen through communication, where there's some imbalance in communication. It could be with a person. It could be communication um, you know, through our devices. Um, it could be even um, in some other way, it could be telepathic communication or spiritual communication. So it's not to irk us. It's just to simply allow our attention to be brought towards any imbalance so that we can bring it back into balance. And it's really a beautiful um, thing that we can work with this energy to realign and rebalance and to take advantage of that time. So they're the key astrological dates. Um, we will finish by going through the angel cards for the month ahead. So I was tuning in and as I was shuffling the cards, um, I was asking for guidance for the month and four beautiful cards came up and they're so aligned with the messages that have been coming through. So I'll share them with you now. The first card is the... You can see this, it's Ramiel, which is the guardian angel of clarity. 
So this is the card of clarifying life issues with angelic light. So I love this card so much because the card of clarifying life issues with angelic light. So not clarifying life issues with your mental capacities, not using stress or worry or overthinking to clarify, which is the go-to mode of most of us, but clarifying with angelic light, which is so beautiful. And as you can see in this card, the center of the card, there's a circle which acts as a kind of like a magnifying glass, which is clarifying everything, bringing it into clarity and focus. And you can see there's like a mist around the wings, um, which is cleared in the center and you can see through to the light and to what's on the other side. So if there is some issue in your life, you can work with the angels to clarify that and simply setting the intention to clarify through angelic light um, any issue. And you can visualize that issue being placed within angelic light and then just seeing the clouds dissipating, seeing the clarity of the situation, um, this could be presented to you as some form of a solution. So in my mind's eye, I see myself placing an issue on top of a cloud, light shining on it, and I see the mist dissipating and then the solution presenting itself very clearly. Now, for you, if you're not as visual, you may see this as, uh, or you may not see anything, you may just feel it on a physical level or um, on a, a very subtle level in your body. Um, so don't be, don't be expecting this to be a certain way. Don't expect to see it if you're not visual. You may hear it if you're more auditory, or it could be just like a knowingness that comes through to you. And that may come after you've set the intention to place the issue within angelic light, that may come immediately. It may come a few days after, or even a week after, um, whenever you're open to receiving that clarity. But know that that clarity is coming and that it will be there for you. So you can work, call on Ramiel to work with that energy. The second card, and of course, actually, I forgot to mention, we were talking about the global issues that are going on at the moment. If you feel called to, you can use this not just for your own personal life issues, but for issues that are seen on a global level as well. You can ask for them to be clarified with angelic light for the highest benefit of all. So the second card that came through, this card is so beautiful. It is the she leopard of divine fire of creation. And this is the card of tender fearlessness and heart forgiveness. So you can see the colors of this card, beautiful deep reds and pinks, and you can see the light coming through the spots on the leopard. You can see them illuminated in the light. And this reminds me a little bit of our chakra system, how the light um, you know, radiates out from our chakras. And we always we think about our major chakras that run through the center column of our body. But we forget we also have so many minor chakras. And to me, this um, image depicts what our minor chakras can look like, all these tiny little energy centers that are throughout our body. Um, so this is about... By saying the card of tender fearlessness and heart forgiveness. So even though I talked about everything that's going on in the world, everything that seems to be 
just madness that's happening all around us. So that tender fearlessness, I just love the tender uh, fearlessness that is, it seems like a contradiction because we think of fearlessness as being brave and courageous, but tender fearlessness is holding the world in our hearts and just holding it in our embrace. And we can do this for ourselves as well, holding whatever issues we're facing, whatever sadness or worries or um, you know imbalances that we've created, just holding them in that tender fearlessness, holding them in our heart center. And then that heart forgiveness comes up where we're forgiving ourselves first and foremost. It always starts with ourselves. And then forgiving all beings, all life forms, um, forgiving the circumstances we see, forgiving the offense, forgiving everything really, because through forgiveness, we find release, we find freedom, we find clarity. And we can work with the She Leopard of Divine Fire of Creation to help us to rest in that tender fearlessness and that heart forgiveness. So really beautiful state to be in. And then the third card, the th there's four cards this month. The third card is the card um, that represents Rag UL, which is who is the guardian angel of spiritual perception. So this is the card of finding or keeping the simplicity of spiritual truth. So you remember one of the themes coming up for this month was truth. So this card is about finding or keeping the simplicity of spiritual truth. So you can see with this card, there's loads of beautiful white feathers. And in the middle, there's a column of white light, which lands on this uh, plinth of light or, or plinth, which is below it. So it looks a little bit like a sword initially, but you can see that it's actually um, this column coming up from the ground or well, it's uh, in this case, it's in the air um, with this a uh, beautiful white light beaming down onto it. So this represents our spiritual truth. So the white light of spiritual truth, but also the feathers represent purity, simplicity. They represent the lightness of being, but also the power. When you think about a feather, the, a feather is so light and so delicate, but when they come together with a bird, the wings, the feathers, lift it to great heights and also keep it warm and safe. And we can use this simplicity, this purity to help us with our own spiritual perception and really returning to that simplicity of spiritual truth, knowing who we are deeply on a spiritual level and um, tuning into that truth that we are oneness, we are um, source, we are the all. And just knowing that on a deep level, but also returning to innocence, um, embracing that purity, that energy of pureness, of innocence, that childlike energy, and really holding that in our hearts because we can become bogged down with the heaviness of the world around us and the heaviness of all the things that we have to be and do and that we think we have to have in our lives and returning to that simplicity, that purity um, and knowing truly who we are um, at our deepest levels. 
So finally, we have the last card, which is the Cosmic Tuning Fork. So this is the card of inner harmony with Earth, the universe, and the cosmos. So with this card, you can see that we have the tuning fork and the base of the tuning fork is sitting on a rock. Now you can see it reaching up into the cosmos and we can see this beautiful halo of light around the top. And to me, this represents the, the physicality of our third dimension. The rock represents the physicality. And then we have the ethereal, which the tuning fork is reaching up to. So it's bringing the vibrations of the ethereal um, down into the physical and using the tuning fork to bring harmonic resonance into our energy field, our chakras, our lives, bringing our lives into harmonic resonance and, you, and raising our vibration. So we can work with this tuning fork to literally align each of our chakras to bring that vibration, that harmonic resonance of the cosmos um, down into our third dimensional reality and um, working with the tuning fork to align our energy and to enhance our vibration so that we can work on new levels of vibration and being and awaken to new levels of light because really all of this it's all about awakening to who we truly are um, and being enlightened beings in our physical uh, reality and physical bodies and walking as light beings um, in our our physical bodies so if you're called to work with the cosmic tuning fork you can sit in meditation and you can ask for each of your chakras to be harmonized through the cosmic tuning fork and just setting that intention you can visualize it if you want or just simply sit and allow it to harmonize your energy on all levels so i hope this has helped i hope that you tune in to the energy and that you take some time especially on the dates that i mentioned with the astrological events that are happening to tune in if you're feeling called to join us for the equinox and the full moon ceremony it would be such a pleasure to have you there also and the link is in the show notes you can go to law of positivism.com forward slash equinox also and you can get all the details there so i hope to see you then and thank you so much for being here and tuning in and i will see you for the next episode very soon